Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. The Zone. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Boy, and I hope you held on to everything yesterday with the crazy winds that raced across the state of Wisconsin. I know even on my drive-in this morning, an awful lot of tree branches that are down, so a little bit of cleanup that might have to happen this Easter weekend. Yes, today is Good Friday. Markets are closed both in Chicago and Wall Street, so I'll recap the action for you and let you know where they settled out for the three-day weekend. Weather-wise, for your Easter weekend, it's going to be a little on the chilly side. Today, partly cloudy skies, 46. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies and 42. Easter Sunday, mostly cloudy skies and 45 degrees. Of course, Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has weather details in about 15 minutes. We're talking about the Midwest Horse Fair. Megan Hanashunk going to make her way into the studio live with us this morning to give you the latest details. And another sign of spring. Tomorrow, the Dane County Farmer's Market moves back to the Capitol Square. A few details on that coming your way as well. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. When you talk to 4-H members, they're getting excited for the fair season. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn, and that means they've got their projects started, whether they're crafts or animal projects. And uh, Taylor is with us this morning. And Taylor, you found out that uh, some of these animal projects are getting a little more expensive for the kids to get involved in, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And this spring, a lot of exhibitors have seen those prices rise across the board. And that's not only due to increased transportation costs and the supply chain, but also labor shortages that we can see across the pork industry. I'm Taylor Schaefer from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and I had a chance to speak with Taylor Crouch, the president of the Wisconsin Show Pig Association. He not only owns and operates Taylor Crouch Show Pigs, but he also has a handful of breeding sows that are spread throughout the Midwest, and he shares how exhibitors are starting to see the impacts of those issues and how we're going to move into the show season. Uh, in terms of like supply chain and where we're seeing, uh, you know, why feed prices are going the way they are and things are getting higher. And that's just kind of, that's just the world we live in right now. Cost of everything's going up, whether that's uh, a 4-H project or, you know, a, a youth baseball team or something like that. We're seeing cost rise. And, uh, and that's just part of uh, the current economy. And uh, not a whole lot we can do about that. You know, we can do our best to make the best of that situation. Uh, you know, right now we're seeing uh, feed costs go up and in terms of supply chain uh, with corn prices and soybean prices. And, uh, you know, with that as well, you know, feeds are getting more advanced. They're more predictable and, you know, guys can utilize them better. So, you know, maybe with those rising costs, we're still getting a product that is more predictable. I think that's good for 
uh, new family than also, uh, you know, a seasoned veteran uh, family in terms of feeding, you know, not just pigs, but any livestock. It's just all sorts of things right now, you know, uh, currently uh, just getting shavings and stuff and finding a quality shavings, you know, what we were paying $7 a bag last year, and now we're paying 8 to eight fifty, and, uh, you know, going back to supply chain, that's the shavings are available. It's, uh, you know, we're our labor force in terms of trucking and getting shavings to the, the lower 48 here from Canada. Uh, then on top of that, the price of, of fuel to get those here is kind of where uh, we're seeing that cost on our end. Uh, but the people producing those products are also seeing a uh, price increase as well. So it's throughout the board. And I mean, it's kind of inevitable. And we kind of just got to go with the punches a little bit on that. And how has the show industry really responded to some of these challenges? You look back to 2020 and there were organizations putting on shows across the Midwest almost overnight to help keep kids in the ring. But is there anything different organizations are doing this year to help deal with some of these challenges? Uh, yeah, for sure. And like, you know, definitely in 2020, uh, you decided, you know, who the strong were and who valued the 4-H project and individuals stepped up, companies stepped up to make sure there was an avenue for kids to exhibit all sorts of livestock. When everything was shut down, baseball wasn't happening, basketball wasn't happening, but you could find a jackpot show or state that was hosting an event for those kids to go exhibit livestock. You know, uh, people see a value in the Junior 4-H program uh, and the FFA program as well because those are the kids they want uh, in their workforce. And, I mean, we're talking about hardworking kids, families, and so when there's a challenge to be accepted, you know, when there's a challenge, it seems like people have no problem stepping up and accepting that challenge and doing the best they can to uh, move forward and offer the next best step in overcoming it. It's tough. There's a lot of time, money, and effort put into things like that. But when you go back and look at it, there's not a doubt in your mind that you did the right thing. And when you look at sales either in Wisconsin or across the Midwest, how are prices looking this year? Yeah, in terms of buying, uh, you know, more so for us, uh, my wife and I, and a one-year-old daughter, everything we do is show pig related. But, you know, I got friends that buy and sell lambs, they buy and sell steers and heifers, and everyone has seen the cost rising. Uh, good livestock costs more money. The input in terms of raising livestock has also increased. When we're talking show pig side of things, it costs more now to breed a good sow to a good boar. Uh, but with that, you can't look at it as a price increase. You've got to look at it as now a breeder in Wisconsin has the ability to use what they think might be the best boar in the state of Texas, get that sh semen shipped here, artificially inseminate their best sow, use genetics to advance their herd, whether that's uh, they're raising kind of seed stock breeding uh, animals or they're trying to win the Wisconsin State Fair. And with that as well, I mean, uh, and like we said earlier, it's just cost of stuff going up, cost more to heat your barn. The family's trying to build a new show barn, getting those raw materials like a metal and stuff to build pens and things like that. That cost has went up. Uh, then on top of the cost of those raw material, now it's finding someone to to build and manufacture it and then get it into a family's hands. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like this forever. At least I hope not. I mean, if so, then guess what? We're going to keep overcoming and uh, just take it day by day and season by season. Best thing about it seems like agriculture, families and homes, uh, they're not willing to back down. 
the next challenge is just one more thing to overcome and they'll move on to the next one. It's a, uh, it's a pretty fast paced industry that we're in and everything's changing daily and by the hour and we're doing our best to, uh, to stay with things and, and things like that. But uh, to raise livestock, it costs more money for those breeders. And at the end of the day, you know what, maybe it was a $150 pig last year that a family finds for a county fair hog or whatnot. It might be a 250 or $300 pig, but you can't look at it as price going up. You try to look at the positive side of it saying, okay, maybe this breeder we're buying from went out and is getting a better set of sows. And maybe he spent some money on the backside on some higher quality semen out of a better bore. And we're getting a better product out of that kind of how I look at it. I try to see the best in things. And I, and it has been a frustrating year. I mean, uh, the families we help, we have good budgets and we have some people that aren't spending as much on show pigs. And I have no issue if the family's got to spend $300 or they got an endless budget. I enjoy going out looking at pigs and enjoy helping families. And we do our best to fit all those budgets and do our best as possible to make sure the kid's coming home or going away with learning something. You know, at the end of the day, only one guy's going to win a show, but it's getting to that point and what we can learn, what we can build on and do it again the next year. And hopefully uh, just keep learning a little more uh, year by year. And speaking of that education piece, what does the Wisconsin Show Pig Association have on board for this year? Yeah, so right now with, uh, with Wisconsin Show Pig Association, we just released our schedule for 2022. And I think we're going to have 11 shows scattered uh, throughout the state with the first one coming up here at the end of April. Then we'll be done in the middle of June. So, you know, we'll have 11 shows and those are all scattered out. But that's what's coming up for us in terms of the Wisconsin Show Pig side of it. Then outside of Wisconsin, there's a handful of national shows and stuff that the NJSA, Team Purebred, and CPS put together. One of those are in Des Moines, one's in Springfield, Illinois. Then there's another one in Louisville, Kentucky. Then outside of that, a handful of feed companies, feed stores. It seems like every time you log on to Facebook, you find a clinic or somewhere to go to, to find some education. And even if it's not in person, a lot of companies now are utilizing YouTube, and it's easy to get on there watch that, then, you know, it's a good chance to reach out to breeders or traders or whoever you're purchasing livestock from or a family in the county that you see have success. That's the nice thing about this, that everyone's willing to help out. You know, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, you want your kid or your family to get along, but someone's got a question, you want them to reach out and you never know when that's going to, it's just constantly just giving back and doing the right thing there. Again, that's Taylor Crouch, the president of the Wisconsin Show Pig Association, who says that despite the rising costs that exhibitors are starting to see this year, the swine industry remains resilient and is preparing for yet another show season. He reflects on how some of these challenges have impacted the show industry as a whole and what it will look like in the near future. Show pig prices have risen this year, and I've given a lot of breeders a hard time about that, and they all say the same thing is, input costs and trying to raise better livestock and you know and you also look at it as maybe a family that we're typically buying five head of pigs now or maybe only buying three they are they're taking less of a risk maybe trying to buy a little better livestock at the beginning i always tell people i said buying a piece of livestock buying a lottery tickets with with four legs uh, you got no idea what you got so you're just going to put in the work and you know at the end of the day we're in a subjective business that one-fourth of our year 
for a family that would be shown at the county fair is decided by one man or woman judging our county fair. And whether we win the show or get last in class, we go back and do it again next year. We're a crazy bunch of people that like competition. We like the camaraderie of being around other people that are also passionate about the same thing we do. And uh, you know, I can't imagine doing anything other than that. And that's my plan. And, you know, that's what I want to raise my family doing. And that's how I grew up. And that's kind of my outlook on it all. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Taylor Schaefer. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. What to do with three days off each week? A quick trip up north? Hit the bike trails around the Driftless? Or just lounge around binge-watching your favorite movies? When you work at Cardinal Glass in Mazamani, your career is world-class so you can live first-class. You work four days a week with three days off. Cardinal Glass in Mazamani is now hiring production associates and maintenance, competitive pay, advancement opportunities, medical, dental, vision, profit-sharing, and more. Apply today at cardinalglassmazo.com. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine, the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control and priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana, in vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping, because when you talk, they hear you. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Sometimes people think we're the bathroom remodeling place that just covers up your old stuff. It's how Rebath got its start 40 years ago. But just as technology has improved since dial phones, we've grown to become a total bathroom remodeling company. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. If your workout includes baling hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. On a good Friday, and uh, got to address the pitching pens. Apparently, not everybody recognizes that pitching pens means that you're cleaning the manure out, the manure pack from uh, this time of the year, winter. Got a call from a guy named Dave that uh, wanted me to clarify that. There you go, Dave. Time to talk weather. Stumach Ag Meteorologist along with us. Very familiar with the phrase pitching pens. And, you know, <laughs> it's something going on right now. I'll tell you, yesterday, with all the wind that was blowing around, might not have been a bad day to be pitching pens so long as you paid attention to the wind. Yeah, and if you were in out of that wind. But, yeah, it's it was a windy one yesterday. I hear there were some power outages all over with wires flapping in the wind, things like that. Hopefully we've got that straightened up. Not quite so windy today, but still breezy. I mean, don't take that that there's not going to be any wind. It's still going to be a pretty breezy day today as we still have that strong low just pulling off to our northeast. 
and the frontal boundary itself still drawing through northern parts of Wisconsin today. That's where precipitation still resides. Some scattered and very light snow from around Hudson, Wisconsin, over toward Wausau and uh, Shawano area off to the north. Pretty light stuff around this morning. A couple of snowflakes, maybe some sprinkles a bit later. That's about the worst it should be. But there will still be some precipitation in the north. For most of us, we just talk about a few clouds and later on some sunshine will break through. That's kind of nice. I thought it was pretty neat this morning. I happened to walk into the kitchen before the lights were on. The moon was shining in the west kitchen window. I haven't seen that in a couple of weeks. Well, the moon wasn't all that full, but it's also seemed to have been cloudy and kind of wet for that long. It's kind of nice to see that skies had cleared out somewhat. So expect some of that, a little more sunshine around. Not just today, but tomorrow and even into Easter Sunday. But by Sunday is when things begin to change. There will be another system, another low that begins to approach. And as it builds in here in the weekend, clouds start to become a little more prevalent. And there will be a precipitation chance Sunday. Most likely not until later in the day and on toward the evening. And at that point, there may be a little light rain in the nighttime, maybe some snowflakes mixing in. Some of that precipitation taking us into Monday. And throughout this period, those temperatures remain cooler than normal. We should be in the upper 50s right now. We're talking about lower 40s here right through the weekend, right into next week. But that does change a bit next week. Wednesday, Thursday, even on toward Friday, some mid and upper 50s start to return. We start pushing back to a little more like normal. I'll have forecast details right after this. Compere Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compure Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. Alrighty, Stu, let's have the Easter weekend forecast. All right, that Compure Financial forecast is for a mostly sunny but breezy day today. Maybe a few more clouds around later in the afternoon. Have no fear. I expect some low and mid-40s. The mid-40s, uh, Madison and La Crosse. West winds 10 to 20. Still gust around 30 today. Becoming partly cloudy overnight, and we drop a bit down to the mid-20s. The northwest winds 5 to 15. Again, some sunshine Saturday. Could be a few clouds earlier in the day. Uh, look for a high in the lower 40s with the northwest winds at 5 to 15. Then Easter Sunday, some sunshine early. Clouds build in. And in the afternoon, a little light rain, a possibility. We'll be in the mid-40s. Winds become east at 5. Some showers, maybe a little snow Saturday night. That kind of thing into Monday, Pam. But uh, temperature still low 40s even into early next week. So the cool spell hangs on. Hey, just out of curiosity, are you seeing any snow levels from North Dakota? I'm going through Facebook and my farm broadcast friends really worried about the blizzard that dumped apparently uh, like almost two feet of snow 
in North Dakota. A lot of, a lot of baby beef calves, a lot of babies in general that are going to be impacted by that. Keep talking. I'm still trying to get to that page. I'm yeah. sure they're out there. They're calling it the North Dakota blizzard, and I'm seeing pictures of uh, at least two feet of snow. I don't know exactly yeah. where in North Dakota, though. I I knew that was happening to them. They were going to get pounded pretty heavy. Yeah. Uh, I'm just I'm looking back at yesterday. There's a lot of seven, eight inches. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They really got it, and like you say, with those baby calves, yeah. Dickinson. 10 okay. inches just uh, yesterday, wow. 12 inches at Tolly. All right. They're well, pounded. We'll talk about it on Monday. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of talk about it to go. That's your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to Farm First Dairy Cooperative, serving dairy farmers across the Midwest since 2013. Farm First Dairy Cooperative, member-focused, member-driven, member-led. And from Equity Livestock Cooperative, marketing your livestock, financing your operation, and supporting the livestock community since 1922. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net, on Facebook and Twitter. Because of you, someone will feel more at home in their new home. Because of you, living with memory loss is a little less scary. Because you put the Bright Star in senior living. Bright Star is looking for caregivers and resident assistants. Bright Star believes in providing the highest quality assisted living and memory care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. What have we here? Crackers. At least I think they are. They're in a cellophane wrapper. There are two of them. Crackers always travel in pairs. They snap like crackers. Crumble like them, too. Nine out of ten cracker eaters would give them a positive ID. But these aren't crackers. They're dinner. Jim Krevix for five days straight. There are people like Jim all across Madison. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply people like Jim over $950,000 in food through Dane County's busiest food pantry. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in clothing, shelter, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. When you see water in your basement, it usually spells trouble. Some other insurance companies might leave you high and dry and not in the way you want. That's why Rural Mutual offers a limited water endorsement on their homeowner's policy to help cover flood, sewer backup, and sump pump coverage. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Home every night, home every weekend, and more than average competitive pay. Driving for Advanced Concrete, you'll be in updated, comfortable, easy-to-maneuver trucks. We're a reputable family-owned business that you can rely on for long-term employment, surrounded by an inviting culture of friendship. CDL drivers, apply at advanced-concreteinc.com. The concrete producing company.
Grandma. What's for dinner? Hey, honey, I'm making stew tonight. Ooh, can Nina come over? I'm not sure about our new friend. I wonder if there's been any drinking going on. Alcohol at her age can lead to so many bad things. I've been meaning to ask you, what would happen if someone offered you a drink? Grandma! This is hard. She's so young. But I know I need to talk to her about it now before someone tries to give her alcohol. If anyone ever does offer you a drink, I want you to say no. I have too much respect for my family, and I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Really? I promise, Grandma. I love you, too. Okay, how about tasting this stew and telling me what you think? Mmm. Some children may try alcohol as young as nine years old. It's not too early to talk about drinking. For tips on how to begin the conversation, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. That's underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This message brought to you by SAMHSA and this station. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We make it easy to access the bankers you know. Bankers who listen to your goals. Then offer expert advice and solutions that simplify even the most complex financial matters. Virtually or in person, we're here when you need us. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. What's the difference between shopping William Thomas Custom Jewelry and a franchise jewelry store? The young rep at the franchise store probably knows more about their cell phone than they do exquisite jewelry. And where will they be in the future when you need them? William Thomas Custom Jewelry is a Madison original, and they'll be here for you whenever you need them. Creating one-of-a-kind pieces and here for the long haul. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Clayton Kershaw went seven innings, struck out 13, had 80 pitches under his belt, threw 53 strikes, had a perfect game in play, and then was pulled by his manager. Good. Dave Roberts, a perfect game for the playoffs. Great call. A perfect game in play. Pulled by his manager, Dave Roberts. I was sick for him. Yeah, that's that's one where. I mean, I understand. I'm at a loss for words. Even the and it's going to sound dumb and stupid to say, but it makes more sense if it was just a no hitter. Yeah, and that's and Kershaw's had and one. that's dumb in itself. Yes, like still, if it's a no hitter, you keep him in. Rowdy, I know you were very lit over I, this. I rifled off a few tweets. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he did. In in six, <laughs> I, did, I didn't even want to interrupt. I was in I was succession. Just, let, just let him go. Yeah. Boom, boom, let boom, him go. Boom. And we're like, uh, you know, he's like, let the boy watch. He's let like, fire the him, boy. Watch. He's like, watch this. <laughs> F this. F that. F you, Dave Roberts. F you. All right, Rowdy. Well, then I had to put up with morons that I Grant see. Bills and Ben Kenny tweeting, yeah. and I already said it this morning, but I need. I probably need to say it but, every but single hour arm. on the hour. I never want to ever play sports on their teams ever. On Ben's or Grant Bills, I feel like I would start fighting them. It would be less focus on the other team and more on them. Uh huh. And that will never work. No, I don't understand it. Like, how many times in Clayton Kershaw's life has he thrown 100-plus pitches? He's been one of the Tons. best pitchers in baseball for 15 years now. And his arm has not yet fallen off yet, has it? True. And for 
for all the for all the people who are like, well, you know, they want to win in the they want to win in October. Guess what? October's a long hell of a way from now. And on top of that, it's say he did throw 120 pitches and you don't really use him for his next start. Once you want someone to say, hey, we had Clayton Kershaw, Los Angeles Dodgers. He threw a perfect game in Minnesota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, he's thrown a no hitter. There's only ever been 23 perfect games since 1876. 23. 1876. 23. He could have been the next, he could have been the 24th. Correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't baseball pride themselves on history and big time history stats and records. And, and records? He literally would have been making history and adding to a record. So then I got to hear these loser mentality like Grant Bills and Ben Kenny talking about like, oh, this is what's good for the team. This, this, blah, blah, blah. He's going to go on the podium and say he agrees with everything that Dave Roberts did because it's good for the yeah, team. Yeah, because Spin zone. MLB told him to pull him. They didn't want another perfect I got a spin zone for you coming up. <laughs> if, he, if he had any balls, he'd get up there and say, yeah, I wanted to finish it. They didn't let me. It's hilarious because, well, I mean, what do you want Clayton Kershaw to say when he's on the podium? Burns had, what they, do you think he's going to say? They both kind of scoffed and they were like, yeah, I was, uh, you know, Kind of felt like it was time. I was uh, a little tired and blah, blah, blah. But then remember at towards the end of the season, we're like, no, we wanted to stay in there. Yeah. They kind of opened up a little bit. You got to pull the curtain back a little bit into how they feel. Well, you don't really need to pull the curtain back when you see Craig Council walking out there taking out Woodruff or Burns, and they're noticeably upset and saying stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they were hacked off when and they pulled the out Craig Council. You, oh, you tell me if you're that I don't even care if you never played above the high school level, but you just personally are that big of a competitor where you can't lose. You can't do this. And you want to let it, you want to let that game sit in someone else's hands. You're Clayton effing Kershaw. You've been the best pitcher for 15 years. You have a perfect game. Why you are at 80 pitches, 80. You have exceeded that number so many times. You're telling me with a straight face that you needed to come out. Every bone in his body said he wanted to finish that game. Of course, he's going to go on the podium and say, and say the company line. Do you think 99% of the time when there's players, coaches, GMs, whoever on the podium, they give you a line of BS that toes a company line. So they don't make waves in the media and piss off their team, their manager, their owner, their GM. And if you truly do, I sent, I reflected this tweet out. If you truly did believe that you were so tired and you could have gotten hurt and you didn't want to try and pitch a perfect game, I think he should retire. Or just I, I, what did no. he say, not start his next game? So I don't no, know. no. I think he should retire. Here we use a lot of F words. Food, fiber, and farming. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And today, Friday. Good Friday at that. I hope that you all have a good Easter weekend. Again, the markets are idle. We'll recap what happened yesterday coming up in just a little bit. Today is the 15th day of April. On this day, back in 1987, the Brewers' first no-hitter game occurred. Juan Nieves was the first no-hitter in Brewer history. That also made him the first Puerto Rican-born pitcher to accomplish the feat in the major league. No-hitter on the Brewers back on this date in 1987. And they also, if you didn't hear, won their opener yesterday at AmFam Field. On this day in 1935, the Eastman Kodak Company launches Kodachrome 
photographic film that became a very popular media for a lot of folks until everything went digital. On this day in 1989, a small group of students initiates a pro-democracy protest on Tiananmen Square in Beijing. Remember that? It ultimately turned into the Tiananmen Square Massacre on June 4th. And now you know. So despite these chilly conditions, I'll bet tomorrow morning at about 6 a.m. you're going to see a bevy of activity around the Capitol Square. Why? Because the Dane County Farmer's Market returns to its location on the Capitol Square starting tomorrow morning for its 50th year. The Saturday markets generally run from about 6.15 in the morning till about 1.45 in the afternoon. But it all depends on supply, and you can imagine at this time of year, you might question just exactly what's going to be at the Dane County Farmer's Market. But Jamie Bugell, who is the market manager for the Dane County Farmer's Market, says, have faith in the farmers you're going to visit with. We have a few uh, vendors with greenhouses and um, high tunnels, just season extension options, who they They've been working throughout the winter and are ready to bring fresh greens to the square this weekend. Um, But, yes, we will definitely look forward to July and August when um, everyone else has been able to plan everything. Yeah, a little expanded menu possibility. I do want to remind people if they've never gotten a chance to engage in either the Wednesday or the Saturday Farmer's Market, Jamie, this is one of the most well-respected, referenced farmer's markets in the countryside. Yeah, I I think so. I think it's it's a huge draw for the Madison community and just um, just it, Wisconsin in general. Um, we have over 230 Wisconsin producers, and everyone you buy from is the person who is producing that product, which is really special. What kind of guidelines do they have to conform with? Yeah, so so since we are a producer only market, that means that anything you sell must be grown, raised, or made in Wisconsin. Um, That gets a little tricky when you get to like a baked good, but that basically just means you have to create an entire baked good from scratch. Um, Right now, it does not require that you use any local products in that baked good, but you must be creating it um, in the state of Wisconsin. Jamie Bagel, she is the market manager for the Dane County Farmers Market, returning to the Capitol Square tomorrow morning for the beginning of its 2022 season on the Capitol Square, 50th anniversary. Now, if you're new to the Dane County Farmers Market, you can find some guidelines on what you can expect and what you should bring. Go to the Dane County Farmers Market website, dcfm.org. Steffes Group is conducting the Buffalo County, Wisconsin Dairy and Land Auction at the Arcadia Country Club. This live on-site auction begins Wednesday, April 20th at 11 a.m. Featuring 1,260 plus acres to be sold in 16 tracks. Tract 1 includes a large modern dairy facility and 92 tillable acres. Go to steffesgroup.com right now for drone photos and complete details on all 16 tracks. See you at the Buffalo County, Wisconsin Dairy and Land Auction closing Wednesday, April 20th. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. It's 15 minutes until dinner time, and between everything on the stove, table, and cutting board, you've got enough to worry about. But everyone knows the meal isn't complete without warm, delicious rolls. So what can you do? There's no time to make rolls from scratch or pick some up from the bakery. Now you don't have to compromise. Try Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls with all the taste and freshness of homemade rolls, ready in around 10 minutes. Simply heat them in the oven and you're done. No prep necessary, no stress required. 
Complete the meal with Rhodes Warm and Serve Rolls. Focus on your farm in 2022 with Focus on Energy. Focus on Energy can help identify energy efficiency upgrades on your farm, helping you save money on your utility bills for years to come. Get started today by contacting your energy advisor. Call 888-623-2146 or visit focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness to learn more. That's focusonenergy.com slash agribusiness. Focus on Energy, helping farmers save since 2001. Sick calves got you down? Draining your profits, time, and motivation? Get your calf up and moving now with BioVet's new Baselight Calf Electrolyte. Baselight contains balanced electrolytes for restoring and maintaining proper fluid levels in scouring calves. It's easy to mix, palatable, and calves are eager to drink it down to the last drop. Stop feeling down. Pick up the phone and order BioVet's Baselight. Call 1 800 BioVet 1. 1 800 B I O V E T 1. It's Good Friday, so all markets, both on Wall Street and in Chicago, are idle for a three-day weekend. Dow Jones Industrial Average yesterday finished down 124 points. This morning, we've got mixed commodities to deal with through the weekend. May corn was up nearly seven cents, but December new crop corn dropped a half to close the week, 7.35 and a quarter. May soybeans were up six cents, but November new crop beans dropped four and a quarter to 15.01 and a half. May wheat was down 17 cents. July new crop closed 16 and three quarter cents lower at 11.04 and a half. Dairy markets yesterday. Barrel cheese finishes the week up six at 2.44. 40 pound block cheese was up four and a quarter at 2.37 and a quarter, while double A butter dropped two cents to close the week at 2.75 and a half per pound. The May milk that closed 29 cents higher, 25.46 a hundredweight. June milk was up 21 cents at 25.31 odd weight. You know, after the wind that whipped across the state of Wisconsin, I'm betting your barnyard, your backyard, probably a little disheveled. For a lot of Wisconsin farms right now, it's time to start cleaning up all the ag plastics that we've used through the winter to protect our feed. But how do you get rid of plastic on the farm? Well, let me introduce you to Revolution Company. They've been around the state of Wisconsin for six years, gathering that farm plastic for free. Price Murphy with Revolution Company explains what they've accomplished. In Wisconsin, we focus heavily on the dairy farms. Uh, we put eight-yard dumpsters on the farms, and we pick them up on an as-needed basis for uh, recycling. So in the past six years, Pam, we have recycled over 130 million pounds of ag plastics that no longer have to be landfilled or burned or buried on the farm. Uh, it's, it's a pretty simple process. The uh, dumpster goes to the farm. When the dumpster is full, the farmer calls the 800 number on front of the dumpster. They get an automated service that they key in their dumpster number, and we put them on our uh, schedule for, uh, for emptying. Pretty simple process, and it's all free. Uh, no cost to the farm. Just a snippet of my conversation with Price Murphy from Revolution Company talking about recycling all that farm plastic. If you want to hear the entire conversation, go to MidwestFarmReport.com. It's up on our podcast link. You'll see uh, cleaning up around the barnyard with Price Murphy. All right, I'm going to run downstairs and get Megan Hanashunk, General Manager of Midwest Horse Fair, in studio next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. So I became a Farm Bureau member almost 20 years ago to be part of the state's largest egg advocacy group. 
plenty of opportunities within Farm Bureau for somebody that's involved in agriculture, whether to grow their leadership or to help be a leader in an industry that we have a great passion for. WFBF.com. They've really helped my leadership develop. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Pest control? You've got a guy for that. Car repairs? You probably have a guy for that as well. For someone to custom design a unique piece of jewelry for you, or help your current pieces look sparkling fresh, that needs to be William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Affordable and local. William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create a desirable, one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear for years to come. William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Wouldn't it be nice to celebrate spring behind the wheel of a new car? Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison wants to make that happen for you with our Bloomin' Zoom promotion. On Saturday evening, April 30th, we're giving away $55,000 in cash and prizes. Two winners will be chosen every half hour from 4 until 8.30 with each taking home a $1,000 cash prize. Then at 9... One grand prize winner will receive a $35,000 vehicle certificate. Celebrate spring at... Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. Cardinal Glass in Mazamani continues to invest in automation at their facility. That means better, safer technology, and more advancement opportunities for their employees. You deserve to work in a world-class facility for an employer who cares. When you work at Cardinal Glass, your career is world-class so you can live first-class. Cardinal Glass in Mazamani is now hiring production associates and maintenance. Competitive pay, advancement opportunities, medical, dental, vision, profit sharing, and more. Apply today at cardinalglassmazo.com. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. One week from today, that's right, all you horse lovers and folks interested in the equine industry will be headed to the Alliant Energy Center because it's time for the Midwest Horse Fair. And a lot of folks are very relieved that it's back after an absence of two years. In studio with us on this Friday morning, I've managed to bring in the gal that has been overseeing the details. That's Megan Hanashunk. She is the general manager of the Midwest Horse Fair. So the first thing I want to start with is kind of finding out how tickets are going. Not the general admission tickets. That I know you can accommodate as many people as want to come. But the rodeo. How do we stand as of this Friday morning, Megan, when it comes to availability on the pro rodeo tickets? As of today, we are sold out on the Saturday PRCA Rodeo. We do, however, have um, seats left for the Friday, both uh, $10 and $15 um, seating in the 300 level, still available at Ticketmaster.com. All right. And always remember, you can find and reference show times and all the rest of that at MidwestHorseFair.com. Let's talk a little bit about logistics for the, the event, though, Megan. Two years since people may have reminded themselves about the traffic, the congestion, the parking situation, uh, admission, all of that kind of stuff. Let's walk them through if they're planning on making a, an appearance. I'm going to start with the one that drives me batty, and that's parking. Tell, tell people a little bit about what the plan is for parking this year. Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you're looking to avoid some of that traffic, it's Sunday. By all means, Sunday is a great day to come. It's just not quite as crowded on Sunday. Um, but if you are looking at Friday, just remember there's rush hour um, to, um, to deal with. 
and um, we will have DOT and sheriffs on on and around the grounds directing traffic. Um, Saturday is a big one. That's our heaviest traffic day. Um, our peak traffic times are between 9 a.m. and noon. And we do strongly recommend if you can avoid coming between 9 and 10, um, that will save you some some headache. We do have to use external lots in order to accommodate the massive amount of cars that come. Um, and so starting at 9 o'clock is when those external lots are used. So if you want to park on the grounds before 9 or after 10 is is your... And- and to your point about the, the sheriffs and DOT officials being there, they will tell you where you can go. So don't start with this, oh, well, I just got to run up there or I just need to go over there. They're going to probably be pretty firm on making you move to those external lots. But the good news is it's still convenient. You've got a bus that's rotating, right? We do. We have a free shuttle service that will rotate around the grounds, um, do pickups and drop-offs. Excellent. Okay, so keep that in mind, folks, because traffic does get to be a little bit uh, dramatic at that time on Saturdays, especially. So what else logistically do we need to know about, Megan? I was kind of curious. You're at a Dane County facility. How are we doing on payment systems? Some places are, are credit card only or, you know, no touch kind of business. How is how is that looking for your crew? Sure, it's going to be based on the different vendors that are there. Um, a lot of them are still taking cash. Um, some may be card only, so it's going to be um, kind of uh, touch and go. You know, um, everyone's going to kind of do their own thing there. As far as we are, um, we're cash only at the gate entrance. Okay, uh, for admission. Come prepared with everything. Then that sounds like a good plan. Hey, let's talk a little bit about your vendors. They don't probably get as much love as they probably should. They've stuck with the event despite the two-year hiatus, and you're full up as far as uh, the vendors that are looking to make deals. If you are somebody in the equine industry looking to get in the equine industry, I would guess this is a fantastic place to shop. Absolutely. We have nearly 500 vendors, um, many returning, but many new as well. And it is a wide range from um, equipment, tack, uh, clothing, um, farm, you know, farm supplies. You've got your your feeders and um, uh, barns and it's endless. It's endless. There's so much variety. There's uh, services as well. Um, if you're looking for something even just farm related, it's it is a great place to come price compare, price shop, um, you know, talk with the experts and, you know, learn yeah. learn before you buy. Well, and they're not kidding when they say that they have special show deals. Literally, they really do. So uh, I don't see anything getting any less expensive in anything connected to animals or agriculture. So you might as well save a few pennies. And again, thank you to all those vendors that have uh, recommitted to be a part of the 2022 event. Okay, we try to highlight something new. So one item that's uh, something new, Stable Lane. Now, Stallion Alley, I have seen kind of at a distance because of my Lack of knowledge of the horses. What is Stable Lane? The Stable Lane is kind of our counterpart to Stallion Avenue. Um, it is there for the breeding, training, and lessons portion of Farms and Stables. So, um, you know, if you're looking to get into lessons or looking for a place to board your horse, um, this is a great place to go. It's a lot of area farms throughout Wisconsin and Illinois, um, and they're there to, you know, talk about their facility and what, what they can provide to you. So if I've got that 10-year-old girl that's really excited, Dad, I really want to go, Dad, oh, Dad, those are the kinds of places where I might want to bring her to learn a little bit more on, I don't know, 
I don't think they understand cost. That does never seem to resonate with kids. But maybe meet potential trainers or somebody that they might be working with in their future? Exactly. That's exactly what it's intended for. Um, you know, get to know the people. Who who would you be working with? Who is doing the lessons? How much do they cost? Um, how often do you do a lesson? Um, all, all those questions you can get answered on Stable Lane. Now, aside from the professional rodeo on Friday and Saturday, what other shows can we look forward to, Megan? Uh, there used to be shows where we dressed up the horses and they paraded around. There's a lot of different variations that can be happening, or maybe it's a dressage or something like that. I know not what I, I speak, so carry it here. <laughs> what other shows might I take in besides just the rodeo? Yeah, there's um, nearly 300 different events that happen over the course of the weekend. Um, the breed and discipline demonstrations are probably one of the most popular events Um there's 30, breed, 30 different breeds and disciplines coming this year, um, and they'll put on 10-minute de um, demonstrations throughout the weekend. And um, the Grand March is another great feature, Friday and Saturday around 1230 in the Coliseum. That is kind of an overview of the whole Midwest Horse Fair. Tons of different breeds, different types of horses um, parading through one after one. Um, special entertainment acts are happening during that. Lots of excitement, music, fun, um, very upbeat and lively. Um, and then probably uh, one of the favorite ways to round out the day is Liberty. And that's where they let uh, a single horse free in the arena to run. And they are just jazzed by the music. And it's um, <laughs> it's pretty powerful, um, especially for people who just um, love Love the horse like sure. we do here. Like the animal, yeah. Uh, and so like we said, those those shows, uh, the parade, what time is that again? Uh, Grand March is at 1230 on Friday and Saturday in the Coliseum. Okay, excellent. Keep that in mind, folks, because that's part of your paid admission. You might, might as well enjoy it. So any other events? Uh, you know, I mentioned Stallion Avenue. That's something that a lot of people like to look just because of the natural power and grace of those stallions. Is that full up again, too? Yeah, we have, uh, I believe it's around 35 stallions this year. Yeah, and lots of different breeds, um, PRE, Andalusian, Quarter Horses, Paints, um, just a wide variety, a lot of um, versatility and just um, beautiful, beautiful confirmation of these animals. You ought to see the smile on her face when she says this. Of course, Yankee, lacking much equine knowledge, doesn't know what a P, what, what was the first one you said? A PRE. You know, yeah, okay. That, but that's great. That's what this show is all about. And it's not a show. It's an educational event. It's a fair. So people like me that do not know much about the equine industry or horses in general should still feel very comfortable out there because everybody wants to help you. Right. That's what it's all about. Trying to make sure that you understand what you're looking at and what you could get involved with when it comes to the equine industry. So glad it's back. Again, a week from today, you could be out at the Alliant Energy Center grounds getting ready for the official opening of the Midwest Horse Fair 2022. Don't forget, like Megan said, there's still some tickets available for the Friday evening pro rodeo. Check that out online. You can find all of the event information at MidwestHorseFair.com. Or as she said, if you want to buy those tickets specifically,